It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we do a podcast. Uh, it is Tuesday. It's a very exciting day for me because I'm having my roof fixed at home, and that's kind of cool. And it's happening right now while I'm not home. Hopefully they don't, they don't break in. And for Al, it's a very exciting day because it's Tuesday. Al, how are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. You're having your entire roof fixed? No. I'm having... Pieces fixed? I don't even know what it's called. So the piece that's between the soffit the and soffit. the roof itself. The What's soffit a soffit? The soffit? Hell if I know, but it's called the soffit. It's under the roof part. Okay. Then there's like this two-foot piece covering... It goes around the house. That's being fixed. So all the, the previous soffit. owner, as I found out yesterday when the contractors came over, said, boy, you put up some crappy coverings. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Shingles? I just bought this house a year ago. He goes, well, the previous owner put up some crappy crappy coverings. Mm. Not shingles. No, that's the roof. The overhang um, you're talking? Or, uh, yeah. Soffit, you said. I'm going to Google above, that. It's above the side. So, like, if this was the soffit all right, Jerry. Mm-hmm. that's the roof, it's this part. Oh, okay. Not that anybody can see this on the podcast, but... So that the whole house had to be recovered and around now, it. So they're doing it now. This is to be done by twelve thirty. I'm like, I'll be home by twelve thirty. What's that going to set you back? Enough. What do you think? Five thousand dollars. It's funny. I would have thought. I in my head, I said if they come back and tell me anything less than two thousand dollars, I'm going to be fired up. Nice. Eleven fifty. There you go. Next I, day. I assume everything when you're fi- getting something fixed at your house is $5,000. I I agree. I want to get uh, new cement steps leading up to five the door. $5,000. I would like to redo the kitchen. Okay, that's $15,000. Right, that's 5000 <laughs> per little section right. of the kitchen. It's true. When I watch that HGTV, they seem to be able to uh, to redo an entire house for like sixty grand. I don't understand... You know, when I was a, a condo owner, even Jerry, like just wanted to do my tiny bathroom over, it was like 15 grand. Like, That's because it's New Jersey. People charge more. They rip us off in New Jersey. I was watching Flipper Flop Desert. They're in Palm. Oh, yeah. I like that one. Flipper Flop good. Desert. The girl's, I think the girl's great. She's got energy. Yeah. The guy's kind of hmm, not great. The guy but... tries to tell hilarious jokes yes, and, and he's, he's not, not funny. funny. But she, I think she's awesome. And I watched a few of those episodes when I was in Chicago the other day. And you're right. They'd buy a house and she's like, all right. Yeah, kitchen's got to go. We'll so take that down to the studs. Yeah. Right, okay. Bedroom, yeah. Rip up all the carpeting. I want tile throughout the house. Um, we'll redo the pool. I want a big patio in. Let's remove the trees. Let's get a big white fence to border the thing. All right, what's your budget? $28,000. Right. What? Well, we'll make that work. How? Right. No. Oh, and let the HVAC. Let's redo the whole thing and rewire the whole house. HGTV seems to be sexy women. Fixing houses. Uh, there is a lot of that. Yes. Sexy women with their corny husbands fixing houses. In some cases. That's why I liked that's why I like Tarek though. 
and Christina. Tarek and Christine. Because he was not a corny husband. No, he was like... He got angry. He was so blood-boiling at all times. I liked him. And uh, there's the desert flipper floppers. Right. There's uh, the, this this woman now in Chicago who does... Uh, yes. She's in charge. Yeah, she's in charge. The one... Do you ever see the one in Vegas? He's an angry yeah, guy, too. Yes, yes, yes. I like that one. So that one's that on case, A&E, I believe. Oh, is that... Okay. I used to see he's, that one. He on, gets mad, though. Yeah. That's he's he's good too. Then there's a mother daughter team in Indianapolis. Yes, in I Indiana. Like them. Yes, yeah, I've seen that. They're too. good as well. No one in New Jersey. No, I did see a. It wasn't flip or flop. There was one of the uh, flip shows, and it was done in Jersey in Monmouth County. Is that right? And it turned out to be a complete mess, and they lost a lot of money, and they aired it, and at the end. They scrolled that they wound up taking a nine thousand dollar loss because they uncovered mold. It was I don't think it was a sandy house, but it was by the shore, and it there were a lot of problems with it. That's the problem. What's weird with these shows, these f- house fixing shows, it's like they buy the houses and they don't appear to do the home inspection. And in then, some cases, you're right. Yeah, and then afterwards, when they're going to uh, fix the kitchen. They uncover all this yeah. nonsense. Well, and that's with the property brothers. Yes, property um, brothers. They'll do that. they'll talk these people into yes. this great reno, <laughs> and then every episode, can you guys come down and see the house? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it's a lot of water damage, and we discovered we discovered that there's a family of squirrels. They're living here, and we have to get the exterminator in. And the rules here: you cannot kick out a family of squirrels. But it's going to cost five thousand dollars. Five thousand to relocate <laughs> them to a squirrel house. <laughs> that's right. In Oklahoma. And they always seem to come up with the money. Yes. Which is remarkable right. to me. Well, I guess we have no choice. We're going to have to remove the squirrels and then do a squirrel house in Oklahoma and get I, it taken care of. I like this one. So what do you do? Well, I manage a convenience store down the block. Yes. Oh, and, and what do you do? I deliver newspapers for right. a living. And what's your budget for the rental? $130,000. <laughs> From what? <laughs> From where? <laughs> I don't know, like the uh, the couple in Waco, Texas, right? Chip and Joanna. Yeah. They're very they're on all weekend long. Yes. What do people do for a living in Waco, Texas? There's so many houses. I don't know. Like I don't know what people do for a living I everywhere. I guess there's factories there. I don't know, Al. I have no idea. Like why? I've are never all been to Waco. Our jobs in New York City. What goes on in New Jersey? Well, they have industry there. It's a lot of jobs all over now. You do remotely. Remote jobs. That's what I. They like. are though. You know, like the show. You know, Sirius XM. You know, if you listen to NFL radio, most of those shows does not have a host in the studio in New York. They're all over the country. They're in their houses. I think Bob Papa is the only one that actually utilizes the studio over there. The producer and the board opera in the control room, and then they just bring up the host from their homes. You know, that's really where the technology is incredible. Do you think before the Boomer and Geo show run is over, that at some point Boomer will be in his home doing a show? Gio will be in his home. You'll be in your home. I think it's possible once TV awesome. goes away. Yeah. Or we just set up a TV camera in Boomer's house. Mm, My house, your you house. See, you can do it. It's complicated. There's a show on MLB Network called Intentional Talk yeah. with Chris Rose and Kevin Millar, which I love. Millar does it from his house. The problem is, and you do see it on TV, that one-second delay. It's distracting. And it gets in the way sometimes. So it's not perfect yet. They do it probably probably better than anybody does. Do I think I think the scenario you just laid out? No. Do I think there could be a scenario where Boomer gets into his sixties and says, "Listen, I'll keep doing the show, but I'm moving to Arizona and I'll do it on an ISDN line or wh- however on a radio line." 
I think that's possible if he's still interested. I don't know right. that Boomer will be interested in waking up anymore. I'd probably have to move out there to work with him in the morning to get him ready. Very, po- Yeah, very possible. That's a scenario I could totally see. And he could work a little less, more vacation time, if this is something he wanted to keep going. I could host a little more with, with Greg. So it'd be possible. me and Boomer out in Arizona. Me, Eddie, and Greg here. Rolling our eyes at you guys. And us rolling our right. eyes and mocking you guys right. here. We'd be rolling our funny. eyes at you. You'd be rolling your eyes at us. Neither one of us would see eyes rolling. Well, no. In a case like that, if we're talking about just one remote person, yeah. there could be a camera. A hundred percent we could see that. rolling eyes. We could definitely do that. Especially with CBS HQ, the way they have set it, they have it set up. HQ? CBS HQ has reporters around the country now where they Skype them in. And there's no reason we couldn't do that. We talked a lot today in the show about the zone. Why don't we start a network? We could. What can we get? I, dude, I don't want to hear it. I told you that I wanted to put this and create our own channel on Roku or something. A Roku channel? Yes. But what about people who don't have Roku? Then you then you also get it on Amazon Fire Stick. Oh, I see. I, but to me, I've looked into Roku. It's you have. easy. Very easy to do. And I'm sure the others are too. You just got to submit them basically. We can get a channel on Roku? Yes. 100%. And then we'll just set up cameras in our homes, and anytime anyone wants to go on Roku, they could see us. Correct. Well, I'd like to see what I you're doing for dinner put tonight. This on. Oh, this show, yes. not just our lives. No, I meant put get approval from this company and put this on okay. Roku every day. I think I listen. Would we be CBS? No. No. But do I think we could do something fun with it? Yeah. And then we could, it could morph into different things from there. I'd like to charge ten dollars a month. For access? Um, I would just think get a couple of advertisers, perhaps. That's $5 each for you and I, Jerry, per <laughs> subscriber. How many subscribers do you think we get? More over, <laughs> under, over, under, okay. over, under 250. For a Roku channel, I'd go under. All right, for a digital channel. doesn't have to be a Roku. Digital channel. It's a subscriber-based, mm. like Mike has. He's got his app. Right. An Alan Jerry app. <laughs> How many people would pay? Yeah, over, under 250. I'm going to go under. Really? Yeah. Under two, under over under a hundred. I think we'd go over a hundred. So you think our wheelhouse is about a buck twenty five? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. One twenty five at ten dollars. I gotta be honest. I'd take six fifty a month. <laughs> <laughs> like why not? Where could people send their money, Jerry? Where could they get a we'll money give order? You content. I would make everyone pay though by money order. Like you'd have to go to the post office and uh, get no, a money order. I want credit card and, and I want it. payment now. <laughs> Western Union us. We, Jerry and I will sit at a 7-Eleven no. and we'll wait for our Western Union. Auto renewal Union. on the first of every month <laughs> unless you opt out. And we'll make it like one of those scam places where when people try to cancel, we don't take their cancellations. I'm not being a scam. Oh, I no, am. no, no. We just make it very difficult. <laughs> yeah, very difficult. Are you sure you want to opt out? And then start begging them. What if we half price? Al, <laughs> show up at your house. <laughs> Personal greetings. Yeah. I knock on the door. I see you've canceled your membership. There Why? You, by, by the way, there you go. Extra bonus. Yeah. $10 a month plus one free video greeting and, every oh, month. Right. And for exclusive extra bonus, I'll come visit your house. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come have dinner at your house once a month. And we also alternate holidays. Okay. Right. Oh, uh, it's funny. Jerry, I have a couple stories here for you. Oh, all right, sir. How about this one? It says, I love a millennial study because no one knows what millennials are I know. Are we've thinking. tried to figure it out and we really haven't. New study says millennials are going on the same vacations 
because they're too tired to do research on new places. That, See, that does, to me seems very lazy. I actually like doing the research. You on do. Them. I do. But here's the thing. you Let's say you have a place you love to go on vacation. Yes. You get one or two vacations a year. Sure. You're rolling the dice on going to a new place, or do you go to the same place all the time where you know you'll have a great time? All right, so I have a, I do own a timeshare, which Bracket. I wanted to get rid of. My wife did not, so we wound up keeping it. Um, and I was I was working with Timeshare Exit Team. Like you I, were, was, you I were was, involved. I was ready to. I had everything set, paperwork done. I needed her to sign it, and she talked me out of it. That's fine. She wanted to keep it. So there are back to back years sometimes where we would go to the same resort because we like it and it's comfortable and we know it's nice. But after two or three years in a row, it's like let's do something. You want else. to see something else? So we went to alternating resorts in, the, in in Orlando, but we alternating resorts, not the same one every year, but Orlando for like five straight years. The last three years now, we've completely changed it up and gone to San Francisco, went to LA, went to San Diego. So the last three years, we've gone to California, different parts of California. And I enjoy that. Me and her went to the Domin- Dominican Republic a couple of years ago. We went to Turks and Caicos last year. This year, we're doing the Bahamas. I enjoy looking for new places to go. Um... I couldn't imagine the same place every single year. Like, how do you ever get out and see anything else? Right. I know you're right, though. If it sucks, you sunk a lot of money into a crappy vacation. Yes. But I do think the ones that I pick, as much as the service might be not up to my liking, how bad could the beach in the Bahamas be? At the end of the day, the drinks will be there. The food will be there. The food may not be the best, but I can always get a corn muffin and I can go sit on the beach. That's how I look at it. You go corn muffin when you have muffin options? Not really, but it just was in my head. That's... I would prefer personally a blueberry muffin. Yeah, me too. I love blueberry. Yes, that would be my chocolate favorite. chip blueberry. See, I don't like the chocolate chip if the chips are too big. I sometimes fool myself into thinking a brand muffin is healthy. A brand muffin is healthy, but it's probably a third of the brand muffin you get that's healthy. Right. You can't eat the whole. It's too much. The sir, they give you this monster oh, brand muffin. Monster muffins. But if you eat the right <laughs> serving. You can have your monster muffins on Friday night, and you right. can have the regular muffin on Saturday morning. Right. Monster muffins. There's <laughs> a drop for it. I saw you had on the board before. Yeah. That there was a caller that said uh, Dwayne Haskins had a dad bod. Yeah. Now, I, this is weird because this is a term that I had never heard before until dad the last bods. probably two years, like maybe the last two years. Yeah. It's become very trendy. Yes. What is a dad bod just a soft soft a uh, little a little extra weight in the middle um just little little muffin top here's not... a dad bod in clothing me you look average <laughs> you look average you're right. fine if you were to take your shirt off because you're getting changed in the gym it looks a little soft the muscles are not really defined and there's so a little mostly everybody yeah there's a little more weight in the middle than got it you appear to have when you have clothing on. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's the me. dad bod. Right. And there are some women who claim to find dad bods sexy. Like beautiful, sexy women that will say, oh, I like a dad bod. Okay. I'm glad you just said it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even realize you did it. <laughs> I was just wondering. Yeah. Because that's something I've heard a lot now the last couple of years. Just not in tip-top shape because dads have jobs. Right. 
Dads have spend two and a half hours a day at the <laughs> right. gym. Dads have home responsibilities. Right. And eat like crap. Yeah. Because they're on the run. Do we have time for one more, Jerry? I sure. don't know what time we started this today. I don't know. Does it matter? I saved this. I actually found this last week when Eddie was filming in here. The Eddie Scazzeri? Yeah, but it this seemed like something for you. Okay. Because you and I discuss food sometimes. We do. This was a study that finds Americans feel guilty about almost a third of the food they eat. Do you find yourself after you eat something that you feel guilty about? Yes. Me too. Yeah, when I eat something that I shouldn't and I know I shouldn't, and yet at the same time, um, yeah, I would say that's probably true. So, for instance, this is actually very easy because, and I'll say it now since we did it on the show, since today's my birthday, my wife every year will make one of the favorite things I like other than pizza that I can't really eat is eggplant parm. Love it. I love it. The way she makes it, awesome. She'll she love it. it. So she'll make it for my birthday almost every year. So she made it on Sunday night because no one's around today. No problem. I ate perfect on Friday, on Saturday, and all of Sunday, and then came dinner Sunday night. And I, it was awesome, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. An hour later, I'm like, why in the hell right. did I eat? Because I feel like crap. So, yeah, I, I think that's probably true. If I'm not con- like, So yesterday was a day where I was not conscious of what I was eating because of circumstances. And as I told you off the air before, I consumed almost 3,000 calories yesterday. And almost everything I ate after I ate it, I'm like, Ugh, What did I what? do? Like, why? I know why. I was starving and it was there. So I do agree with that. That's probably true. A third. Me too. Like I talk about eating chips and salsa all the time, and I eat an insane amount when I do it. And every time after I do it, I say I'm not going to do it like that again. I'm going to count out the chips. I'm going to weigh the chips. And you can't stop yourself. Right. They're I cannot stop good. myself. Right. I know. That's why you got to either just. It's funny. Everybody says everything in moderation. There are some things there is no moderation. Like those for me. Once I, if you put a bowl of guac. In a bag of Tostito multi-grain scoops, yes. I'm eating half the bag Correct. and most of the guac. Correct. And I'll tell myself, all right, two more and that's it. Yes. And then you just keep going. To me, I got to lay off. I started eating uh, um, the Sabra hummus. Yes, which is fine if you have two tablespoons. Right, so here's what I did. I went to go get some yesterday and I decided I bought the snack packs. Yes. Because I think that's the only way I'll be able to control myself from eating half of the thing of hummus. How many of those did you eat? I didn't have them yet, but I have them ready to go at home. And it shows you how little you're supposed to have. Yes, right. And when you get the regular bowl of hummus, you eat the whole thing. Yeah. Because you go, this is chickpeas. This is good for you. Did you ever... I I generally don't use salad dressing anymore. When I get a salad, um, I'll use crumbled blue cheese as the dressing. Did you ever actually measure out if you put ranch dressing for just as an example on your, cause my wife loves ranch dressing and so does my son and I'll watch them put, I'm like, Oh my God, right, like, stop. <laughs> like you realize a serving is two tablespoons. You just put nine tablespoons on. Like you just literally 900 calories of salad yeah. dressing. It's brutal. Yes. And the saturated fat that you're, Oh, so we're with this study. I am with, I do. I think that, and I think it's probably Guilt. more than that. More than a third. I do. Yeah. Probably. Maybe half. Yeah. Well, for the people that care. Yes. I would say probably half the meals. It's probably true, yeah. All right, Jerry. The warm-up program. Is it? Is next. Uh, um, uh, Boomer's back tomorrow. Yes. You'll be uh, in the update chair. Back in my spot. Everyone back in their spots tomorrow. 
So. Ja. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. There you go on a Tuesday morning on The Fan. One is happening. I saw that another job has come off the board, a job that is right up Al Dukes' line, backup quarterback in Southern California. Oh, hi, Jerry. What's up, Al? Oh, for the Rams. I think of, you know, anytime I see a one-time starter become a full-time backup. Yeah. And then on top of that, you go to a city where there's nothing but sunshine and beautiful women. Right. That sounds like it's right up your alley. Blake Bortles to the Rams. Where he's never going to play. Never going to play. At least you better hope not if you're a Ram fan. And if he does play, you don't expect much of him, uh, which is what I want. Probably true. Right. You've said that once yeah. before. People do not expect much of you. Right. Like yeah. if uh, Jared Goff gets injured, and I come in, I will be handing the ball off to Todd Gurley, C.J. Anderson. Maybe I throw a swing pass, take one shot down high the field. High percentage passes. High percentage passes. Right. Tremendous. I hear you. I don't know why I was listening to the Traveling Wilburys before the show, Jerry. <laughs> why not? You're familiar with the Traveling Wilburys, yeah, right? And so I was uh, rocking out to it, and then uh, Eddie and I, decided to Google some of the traveling Wilburys because back then there was this idea that there was a bunch of old guys that got a band together. It was Bob Dylan, Jeff Lynn, Tom Petty, and Roy Orbison. Right. Sounds pretty old. Oh, and George Harrison. And, oh, I didn't even put George Harrison down. Hmm. And George Harrison. Right. Can you Google his age for me, uh, Eddie? He died. Well, he's passed. No, no. I want to see when he was born because this was my point. Oh. How old were these guys when the Traveling Wilburys had hit records? Well, so they had hit records in the early 90s, would you say? 1988. 1988. So Bob Dylan in 1988, that's 30, 31 years ago, was probably in his early 40s. Born, uh, born 1943, so he was uh, 45. Right. George Harrison was 45. Bob Dylan was 47. Right. You're, you're 50 this year. Tom Petty was 30. 30 38. All right, there you go. So you could have been, a, right now, you could be an old traveling Wilbur. I could be in the Wilburys. You'd be the old man of the group. Roy Orbison was 52. That guy, would that have guessed, I would have guessed he was 70 when he was an older know. guy who's still cool. Yeah, that's me. Speaking of that, Eddie, I bring older guy, real quick, cool. because me and Al were talking about this yesterday. John Minko, I saw some old Imus footage of Minko the other day. In 1997, Minko looks the same as he does now, old. Yes. And so you're talking about these guys. Yeah. We looked at them as young back in the day, right? right? And then you were thinking they were old at the same time. And yes. they were in their 40s. When did it happen when you're older now, like me, cool guy, older, still looks young? <laughs> when did that happen? Who knows? Well, it's better for some than others, let's be honest. All right. Because there are people that look 50 or that are 50 that look like they're 80. And there are people that are 50 like yourself, that still looks like they're in their late 30s, early 40s. I say this, 50 and nifty. Shut up. That's going to be the theme. I keep saying that. And also, you keep you shave yeah. so you don't get the gray beard. Right. Like That's I, true, too. My I, Right here, all gray for I, me. I noticed by Friday, I look 15 years old. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. And also, no no disrespect, the extra weight doesn't help you. <laughs> oh, correct. I no, love, no, no, no. I, I know, love I know no what disrespect you're going to say. I know. I know. No disrespect. It's no, but it's not because you can say that and it could be a shot. In Got this it. case, that's not what we're talking about. I'm not making fun. Although no. sometimes when people... They look gaunt and old when they lose a lot of weight. Not that that's um, happening for me, but yeah. I've seen, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, gaunt. I, suppose. I probably look gaunt when I I'm like 60. At, so this morning, the three of us walked in together. 
I actually looked at Al from behind and wondered if he actually had legs. <laughs> Very thin. Or if his pants were just floating. It's like two-dimensional, yes. <laughs> yes. Stick legs. It looks like you have two stick balls All right. bats. No need to attack. <laughs> I'm not attacking. That's not a bad thing. You're in shape and you're thin. Right. But it looks like there's no leg in your pants. I have like a flamingo legs. Yes. Yes, you do. Pretty flamingo. <laughs> Jerry, you know what's a big turnoff for baseball for me? Like Everything. <laughs> like this is a real turnoff. Like I All get right. legitimately turned off when I hear something like this. That Clayton Kershaw won't be ready. Yeah, I know. Well, this is what I said what to JJ. What are you JJ. doing all offseason? He's been hurt. He's been hurt. He, he, no, 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 no. When he came back to start, he was throwing, and then things flared up again. Oh, my elbow. No, and it's so a shoulder. This is, right, this is where I said to JJ, this is why I don't like the Dodgers and the over this year because of their ace. That's a problem. That's yeah. a big problem. I like Luis Severino showing up hurt. Come on. Aaron Hicks on a contract. Hurt. These guys aren't really hurt. They're hurt in 2019 version of hurt. Right. If this was 1935, yeah. they'd be out there playing through the pain. Like CeeLo legitimately hurt, which I can vouch for this morning. CeeLo vomiting on the ride in? Yes. Well, on vomiting, your ride in, he was like, still home. Right. Oh. He was on the phone, and I heard everything. He could have been playing vomit sound effects. <laughs> he could have I been. can't make it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome if he yeah. did that. You know who doesn't play hurt? Who, doesn't who play plays hurt? Uh, who does play who hurt? Who plays hurt? Traveling Wilburys. I don't know if you heard they were <laughs> they were old. They were not as old as you think, Cherry. A great article by Jeff Passan. Did I say that correctly? Yes, you did. It is Jeff. Formerly yes, Jeff Passan, <laughs> formerly of Yahoo Sports, now of yeah. ESPN. He did an article about the Phillies locker room yes, last so. year. Yep. And a fellow by the name of Carlos Santana. <laughs> a fellow by the name. Was not happy that during a game. <laughs> yeah. It was also during, during a losing game. streak, too, though. That's More fine. so than the game. During the game, yeah. some Phillies players were in the clubhouse playing Fortnite. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Because there's a game going on. Is that any worse Respect. than guys playing cards back in the day during a game? Same no, thing. also very bad. Same thing. Carlos, they don't care. Al. Carlos a Santana. Lot of these guys don't care. Took a bat, Jerry. Good job. And smashed the Which is great. television where the video games are going but on. But here's the thing, and I love that he did it. When the Phillies were leading the division, I'm sure they were playing Fortnite during the games. Nobody cared. Is that right? It was right? during the long losing streak where they went from, I want to say they went from 14 or 15 games over 500 to about nine games under 500, where they just went into a huge funk. That's when people get ticked off. What position does this Carlos Santana play? First baseman and outfielder. Let's get him to the Mets. Just, just to for that, for watch, discipline? Just to... Watch the locker room. I don't know room. where he is this year. I don't, he's not on the Phillies anymore. No, he's been shipped to two other places already. I was yeah. reading, like, he gets shipped all over. He might actually be with the Mariners now for some reason. Mm, that's in my could head. Could be. I don't know. Could be. Wherever he is. fantasy draft this weekend. You think I'd know that? I would do this. I'd warn whatever team he is on. Right now, if I was a professional baseball player, I'd Google Carlos Santana. So right. Where is this guy? Hope this guy's not on my team. Not in my locker room because <laughs> I love video games. And I don't want my TV smashed. I know. You'd be all right. You I don't like play it, video though. games. And ESPN also was going hard now at Peyton Manning for Monday Night Football We've heard again. This no, no. Who cares? They flew to Denver. Let me say this again. I'm not turning on Monday Night Football ever because Peyton Manning's in the booth. What I if, don't care. Here's what I'm going to watch if the game's good. What if I got you a traveling Wilbury in the booth with him? If you could, if you could get George Harrison in the no, booth, well, he's I'd passed. watch. Jeff well, Lins- hence, hence why I'd pass. Tom Petty, I'll watch. He's also passed. Well, well I'd watch. You wouldn't watch Peyton Manning and Bob I Dylan doing Bob a Monday Dylan. night? <laughs> I, would watch, I would watch Bob Dylan. 
Uh, Bob, what did you think of that? (laughs) Bob, what did you think of that uh, swing pass? Mm. (laughs) That would be tremendous. Yeah, that I would watch. You would watch then for a broadcaster. Uh, Yeah, if you have Bob Dylan in the booth as an analyst for ESPN, stumbling all over himself, trying to stay like a rolling stone, yes, I would watch (gasps) that. (laughs) Ooh! Ooh! That I'd watch. It also made me think, like, they... Some uh, executives flew to Denver to go to Peyton Manning's home. Right. It made me think, though, why does he live in Denver? Because he loves it there. Well, like, he was in Indianapolis for all these years, right? Then he took a job with the Broncos. Yes. Now you could go live anywhere. But maybe he loved Denver. The mountains, the clean air. I always wonder, though, at what point do people pick, like, for example, Tony Dungy lives in Tampa. Yeah. But he coached after Tampa. He went to the He uh, loved Colts. Tampa because he experienced a place he really liked. And said, I'm going to live here. Have you not experienced Arizona? I did. Would you like to live in Arizona? Yeah. Point made. All That's right, 553 on the fan. Quick, quick, break, uh, quick break, and then Gio will join us at 6 on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, here we go. A couple more minutes until the top. The Knicks uh, lost big last night. Nobody cares. Uh, Nets will play tonight. Uh, FDU plays tonight. NCAA tournament. Al, you got about 30 seconds. This is a strange sports business move. Oh, okay. That I don't like. Sports business. Yeah. UFC pay-per-views. Oh, I saw this. If you want to get a UFC pay-per-view, not only do you have to buy the pay-per-view, makes sense, but you have to now be... A paying member to ESPN Plus. Guess I'm never going to watch uh, UFC again. That's like a personal seat license. You now have the yeah, right. Yeah, that's exactly what it is to buy our pay per views. Yeah. You're after... buying in, and then once you buy in, you got to buy in again. When you have to force people to buy your product, that stinks. One hundred pairs Nailed of it. Yankees tickets.